Joining us now is one of the great players in the history of NC State basketball. To this day, he ranks number two on the all-time NCAA assist list. Anybody who says I get too North Carolina-centric, Chris Corciani of NC State is number two on this list. Duke, Duke, former Duke point guard Bobby Hurley is atop this list, and former Carolina point guard Ed Cota is number three. That's one, two, and three in the history of the NCAA, representing the three power ACC schools right here in our backyard. Chris Corciani, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? Doing great, DJ. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I laughed earlier today because I texted a member of your family, and I said I have covered Chris's career or uh, his life as a businessman for over 30 years. When I go up north, they, they pronounce your last name one way, and here in North Carolina, they usually say Corciani. Is there a right way? I tell you, it's funny. Is, is half my family says Corciani, and that's not the half that I... I, I uh... <laughs> <laughs> belong to the, the other half says Corciani, but Dave, I, I've heard so many different ways. I just always go with you. you just, you're a go with the flow kind of guy among most things. Unless you saw Corch play, then you saw him with a little bit of a different swagger on the court. Hey, uh, you are often courtside at NC State games. You still get to analyze college hoops for ESPN three and others. What has impressed you most about this year one story for the Wolfpack under Kevin Keats, who after last night's victory, man, he has the pack knocking on the door of a possible double buy and top four finish in the ACC standings. I tell you, David, I'm I'm impressed with everything. I mean, that 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 list is long. Um, you know, I think the thing that really jumps out at me is the way the players respect Coach Keith and the way he's able to get them to play every game. And uh, there hasn't been a team in, in the last 30 years that I've been more excited about to watch on every uh, game. They just, you know, they've got us believing again. And um, what he's done is, is really amazing. And he's gotten players that um, – you know, maybe didn't have good years last year to really step up, and he's given them confidence. But uh, what he's done in the first year uh, gets us Wolfpack fans excited, and uh, we think the future's really bright. That's such a huge statement, Corch. I mean, as excited as you've been to watch in 30 years, what else goes into that, whether you're tuning in on TV or sometimes right there at PNC Arena in person? Well, it's, it's a fun team. I mean, the, the team is figuring out ways to win. It's not the most talented team that, that we've had at NC State, uh, but they play hard, and, and uh, every night they have an opportunity to win. Um, that hasn't always been the case. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, having the new coach and the new energy with Coach Keats and seeing the way the players are feeding off that, um, you know, the Wolfpack fans are excited. And, uh, you know, credit, credit to Coach Keats, but, you know, credit to the players to buying into to a new coach and really following his lead. Um, it's just been, a, been an enjoyable season uh, to watch thus far. Right now, the ACC pecking order, Virginia in first place, Duke in second as they host Louisville, Carolina in third as they visit Syracuse tonight, and then it's Clemson at 9-5, and five, and now the Wolfpack at 9-6 and six after the win over Boston College. How have the results this year compared to your personal uh, expectations? Because you saw the media vote, man. They were voted in the bottom four of the league. I'm kind of proud that I had them at number eight in my preseason poll, and yet here they are hovering around number four and number five. Yeah, David, I, I certainly would, wouldn't have had them where you had them at eight. I would have had them much lower. 
Um, you know, but looking at this team, you've got a guy like uh, Yurt Seven. He's really stepped up. His game has improved. Uh, he's been a force on the defensive end, uh, which where last year he didn't, even, you know, re- really didn't have the confidence to play many minutes. You know, Markel Johnson's game is elevated to the point where he, you know, he's an elite guard not only in the conference but in the country. And uh, you know, Beverly, no one thought that Beverly was going to have an impact the way he has as a freshman, um, you know, Torn Dorn. It seems like there's another player stepping up uh, every every game for this team, but it's, uh, it's a collective effort, and, um, you know, it's just been fun to watch. Chris Corciani joining us. You can follow him on Twitter, at Chris underscore Corciani. A lot of stuff on the Wolfpack, a lot of stuff on hoops. Cool shout-out to former Wolfpacker Terry Gannon, now part of the call for the Winter Olympics in South Korea. You mentioned Markel Johnson, the point guard. Here you are today, successful businessman here in North Carolina. I don't know if you ever glance at that all-time assist list, but you're still number two. And Markel Johnson has been at times as high as, I think, number three in the national assists per game numbers. Has there, has there been any time for Wolfpack point guard legend Chris Corciani to just even meet Markel Johnson, much less talk shop as this story has unfolded? Yeah, you know, I've spent some time with Markel you know, over the years. Um, he's a great player, but it's really nice to see him really come into his zone this year and, and take ownership of the team. And um, some of the big wins that we've had in, uh, going over to Chapel Hill and winning. Markell just took control and dominated that game. He's got great court vision. He's really able to hit shots. I'd like to see him be a little bit more of an offensive threat looking to score. I think he's at his best when he's both scoring and passing. Um, but, you know, as Markell goes, you know, so does the team. You know, he missed a few games earlier in the season. Right. I thought that was really important for NC State to have other guys step up and, and then when he came back, it really propelled them to another level. Uh, you know, a lot of times when a player is out, it takes takes the team a while to kind of figure it out when he comes back. Uh, but that wasn't the case with NC State. You know, they got better while he was out. And when he returned, they became that much more successful. There are a lot of coaches doing great coaching jobs, even if you just limit it to the ACC this year. Brad Brownell at Clemson was picked really, really low. There the Tigers are in fourth place. Of uh, Tony Bennett, of course, I think they were picked fifth or sixth in the preseason. There they are, number one in the nation for part of this year. And Kevin Keats has been getting a lot of votes as well. Through your basketball eyes, is there a pecking order? Is there one of those that jumps out to you or something else that, that, is, that would get your ACC Coach of the Year vote? Well, I mean, I'm prejudiced, and, and so I'm certainly going to say Coach Keith <laughs> should, should win that. But, but when I look at it objectively, you, you knew Virginia was going to be talented, and you knew they were going to win a lot of ball games, and they've done that. So they've kind of lived up to uh, the billing of, of their preseason uh, votes. Clemson with Brownell, I mean, he's done a remarkable job uh, uh, especially when he's got a couple players that, that, that are injured yeah. and out, and, and what he's done is, is incredible. But, you know, I don't think anyone thought uh, in the first year that, that NC State would be back on the map and, and, as you mentioned earlier, you know, potentially getting a double bye in, in the ACC tournament. Um, you know, so I, I think that it's, it's his to, to win. Um, certainly the other two coaches, and I'm sure there's others that, that could warrant uh, – you know, the, the, being in the conversation, but 
and I'd be hard. If I had a vote, uh, certainly Keats would get coach of the year. The stretch run includes Florida State at home, Georgia Tech, which has struggled on the road, and Louisville on March 3rd in the regular season finale. The Cardinals really haven't beaten a good basketball team in about a month, although they're similar to where the Wolfpack is in the standings. Uh, what would your message be in that locker room as you're kind of riding high right now with three straight victories and you have what looks to me a very reasonable stretch? Not that you couldn't lose to those three ACC opponents down the stretch, but I would think the Wolfpack is going to be favored in all three of them. Yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. But, you know, the message, and, and this is what uh, Coach Keats is, is preaching to the players, that the most important game is the next one. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're focused. They're playing with great confidence. And, and I really think the guys are, are enjoying playing. And, uh, you know, that's a cliche you sometimes hear, but it's really true. They're buying in. Uh, Keats is doing the ice cream thing on, on the, the victories <laughs> on the road, which is just wonderful. But this is a team that really likes one another, and, and they're playing hard. Um, you know, this is the kind of team that, you know, who knows what happens. You know, they, they're capable of winning any game, and, you know, as we've seen, they're, they're capable of uh, losing some as well. But uh, I can tell you they're probably the most feared team to play. Uh, just because they're, they're the unknown. You, know, you don't know what you're going to get from them. But um, you know, they've had a great first year, and hopefully they'll uh, be able to get a bid and, and make a little run in the ACC tournament in Brooklyn, and, and who knows what will happen in the uh, NCAA tournament. I have a vote in a lot of different all-ACC ballotings, and when I ask people that I consider very knowledgeable about the Wolfpack, who's their best all-ACC candidate, I actually get like three or four different answers. And we all know the Wolfpack is at most is probably going to get one player on that 15-man All-ACC team. I can't figure it out, Coach. I mean, Markell is way up there in assists, but he did miss a lot of games. He scores less than 10 points a game. Uh, Torin Dorn might be the most consistent. Al Freeman's been the leading scorer most of the year. Omir Yurt seven is sometimes a double-double guy, but sometimes just a secondary player. Is there one that jumps out in your eyes as the best all-ACC candidate from this year's Wolfpack? You know, I, I think that collectively that they're all playing well, and, and it's it's someone on a different night. I yeah. don't know if they've got a, you know, first-teamer. Um, you know, as you mentioned, you know, it could be Freeman, you know, having a big game against Carolina. And, you know, there's been times where Johnson's been extremely good. Uh, you know, Torn Dorn's been steady all year. Um, you know, Braxton Beverly, who I love just the way he plays and, and, and the confidence that he possesses. Yeah. Um, they, they've all had their moments. I don't think there's one player that stands out. But, uh, you know, when you have a team like that, you know, sometimes they're hard to scout and hard to prepare for because they can get scoring and a good play from so many different people. It's amazing. I mean, Sam Hunt is probably their eighth player right now, and he had four three-pointers last night. And Malika Boo's coming off the bench, and he throws up a double-double every once in a while. And Leonard Freeman's usually coming off the bench, and he is just a smart, high IQ, high effort kind of guy as well. And those are three bench players. It's, it's going to be interesting. The Wolfpack is one of those great examples of being better than the collection of their pieces, you know? The sum is greater than the parts kind of thing. I'm not sure there is an all-ACC candidate uh, or an all-ACC 
SEC no-brainer, I'll say, in there. But uh, if I'm Kevin Keats, I like having eight options. As we let you go, and thank you for your time, and anybody who wants to follow Chris Corciani on Twitter or Chris Corciani on Twitter, it's at Chris underscore Corciani. Uh, he's a lot of fun there as well. You mentioned Braxton Beverly. I'm old enough that I remember you in the Wolfpack uniform. I just loved your swagger. You didn't come across as arrogant to me, but you came across as incredibly confident. Like even on the road, uh, you just you showed less fear. I don't know what was going on in your belly, but on the outside, you showed as little fear as any player I have ever covered in three decades. And there's a little bit of that in Braxton Beverly, man. When he picked Kai Bowman as an All-ACC candidate and an upperclassman, and Braxton Beverly picks his pocket last night, uh, and that's not an easy guy's pocket to pick. You see a lot of that swagger. You mentioned liking his energy. W- what else do you see in his game? Well, I just like his confidence, his poise. Uh, you know, I never expected uh, Braxton to be that good of an impact player in year one. Yeah. Uh, I tell you, the thing that he does, you know, extremely well is he shoots the ball well. Um, you know, last night he's five for five. Um, he's only going to become a better player. Um, you know, throughout the years, but. Um, he's in control. The guy's in incredible shape. He logs, you know, 35, 40 minutes a game, and, and he's out there hustling, never takes a playoff. He reminds me of Tyler Hansborough, you know, when he played at Carolina. Right. There was never a play that guy ever took off. And uh, Braxton's very similar. I mean, he's out there hustling, diving, um, you know, knocks down shots. Um, you know, he, he's going to be a leader for the Wolfpack, uh, you know, for the next three years going forward. It's an exciting time. Kevin Keats has some really talented transfers sitting out. He has a bunch of four-star commitments for next year. You always have to say goodbye to the seniors, obviously, and sometimes there's other attrition. But uh, it's not only an exciting season. It looks like a longer-term period of excitement for Wolfpack basketball. Have you been paying attention to those transfers and that recruiting stuff? Yeah, absolutely. I've gone to a number of practices and have uh been able to watch them play but you know i think you make a point you know you can have a good season um at nc state we've had good seasons over the last 30 years but yeah. we really haven't had a solid program and, and that's what i think keith is doing he's really putting together a program he's got a number of good recruits and transfers that are coming in and he's getting the right pieces to fit exactly the way he wants to play and and that's the other thing he's got guys that he inherited that he has really made them better players but they're not necessarily guys that he recruited for his system. Yeah. The guys he's got coming in now are great athletes. They get up and down the court. You know, he likes to press and, and, and do some things. So I think the excitement level is kind of where this program is, is going. It's a lot of fun. Chris Corciani, ESPN3 standout local citizen and businessman as well on Twitter. He is at Chris underscore Corciani or Corciani, whichever you prefer. Thanks for the time, man. Always good to hear your voice. Keep up the good work. Thanks, D.D. Always great to be on.